This episode of the Horror Show is brought to you by Molly Rosensteel. It's a pretty good name. Pretty We're fake name. Definitely fake. Rose and Steel. Fire Nice. Molly Fire Nice. Uh, Ian Bellward. Definitely a fake name. <laughs> Dusty Carr. All fake oh, names. Okay. All, maybe the same person. <laughs> Thank you guys all so much for donating. They donated over at patreon.com slash I hate horror. So if you can't support monetarily, we really appreciate it. And that's the place to go. This week is There's Nothing Out There. A little hidden gem from 1991. Indeed. I said a lot of incorrect things last week about it. <laughs> it's not shot on video. Uh, there's no documentary. I mean, there is. I definitely watched one, but it's gone. <laughs> I don't know where you can find it. But it was just like a clip, right? Or not like a clip, but not like a full like that. No, no, no. It was like 20 minutes long. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. So it still counts. You're not yeah. wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's there somewhere on the internet, <laughs> but I can't find it. Um, and it's good. It's good. It's good. And it's for free on YouTube through the Troma channel. It is. Which for some reason, when you search it on YouTube, that is not the first result you'll get. <laughs> you'll get a lot of fake ones, but the Troma one's in pretty good quality. So uh, definitely check that out. Um, and that's it. So uh, enjoy this episode or something. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Horror Show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. I said that so loud. <laughs> I said that so loud. No, I said my name oh, so loud. It like echoed. I, I, I realized I drink a lot during the show, and it comes up on the episodes. Nice. So I'm just going to keep doing it until why, not? Why, why stop now? It's my motto. Sometimes I listen and I'm disgusted because I can hear my lips smacking. It's disgusting. I'm sure our fans just fucking love it. And I probably should not have drawn their attention to it. There's nothing out there. 1991. Is not? <laughs> Directed by Rolf Knefsky. Produced by Victor Knefsky. Written by Rolf Knefsky. Uh, Victor is probably his dad. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they not be? Why would you jump to that? Because he's the one that gave him the money. I don't know. I actually made that up too. So okay, sorry, Rolf. And Rolf's out there on the internet. So be careful what you say. He might get witness. <laughs> I'll be very uh, mindful <laughs> and write a blog about us, like the guy that wrote Peter Rabbit. <laughs> Shit. That guy. That fucking guy. Um, hope you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't give us a one star, please. <laughs> um, this is a uh, pretty interesting, pretty interesting movie. Um, the honestly, the some notes. The audience is at every showing, including critics, enjoyed the film. It's showings in New York City and Los Angeles, but no profit was made. Film rights were sold to Image Entertainment in '92. They released it on a laser disc. 
Did Fancy. Get, did get some runs on HBO and Cinemax in the early 90s. but it had a big run on HBO, didn't it? I'm not sure. It, well, back then, HBO didn't have shit. So. But it was filmed on... I, last week, I said it was shot on video. Mm-hmm. It's 16 millimeter film, which is pretty cool. And so they had to do real editing. Um, the film was finished in 1990. You could tell it was an 80s, like a late 80s movie. You could definitely tell by everything. It, even though it was released in 91... It, the feeling was not 90s, in my opinion. Really? Yeah, it was, you know, right on the cusp. I mean, it's right there, but it just had a very 80s and 80s vibe to it. Sure. Um, director noted that uh, of film studios, we had some important screenings, but the studios didn't understand the film. It was a horror film and a comedy that talked about horror films. I saw online when, when right before I watched this that most people consider this a, a straight up comedy. Straight up comedy. I mean, that's a weird line to draw because I, I, you could say the same thing about Evil Dead. Like, if you consider, well, I guess Evil Dead's a little more spooky, but well, Evil Dead Two, you could say. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. sorry. Um, I, I mean, there's funny parts in this. I wouldn't call it a straight up comedy. No, if it's a straight up comedy, then it sucks. It, it's really bad <laughs> because the jokes this guy lands are some some are ter- some are fucking hilarious, uh, but a lot of them are very bad. Did you like the movie? Yes, I, I liked it a lot. I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm fine with it. I didn't love it. It, it didn't. Some people are like, "This is the greatest fucking <laughs> scream," because well, the the internet's full of assholes. But you know, so but that's my next question. Um, do you think screen screen? Do you think screen ripped us off? Ooh, yes, you do. <laughs> I do. I do not. You don't. I think. I think that's a stretch. I mean, the only somebody was gonna. Somebody this guy was, loves horror movies. Yeah, somebody was gonna do it eventually, right? Yeah, I don't. You know, maybe you're right because the way it's hard to say. Scream pays more homage to horror movies of the past. This is just like super meta. Like this and guy is a horror just, fan. Yeah, and just literally riddling off tropes. any movie he can. It's just tropes. tropes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Scream, Jamie Kennedy's character does it, right. so maybe you could say though he got the character inspiration from that, which would make sense because Scream gets its inspiration from everything. It would make sense because, you know, Wes Craven's a hack, I know, I know. a hack writer, <laughs> never did a thing, <laughs> good thing in his life. Hold on. <laughs> Except Deep Throat. Wait, Wait what? am I Metal Mark? What? Huh? Deep Throat? Deep Throat. He directed Deep Throat. Wes Craven directed the porn? Yeah. That, that cannot that's, be true. That's the rumor. That's not a rumor. That's a rumor. Wes Craven directed Deep Throat? Correct. That can't be true. Joe. What? Joe. Joe. It's a fucking rumor. I, I, who started it? <laughs> Don't say you. Rumors, rumors are, are no fun. No, no, no. No, he did not direct it. It says he might have he might have had a small role in the creation of Deep Throat. No, oh god, okay. But he did he he made a lot of pornos. I also don't believe that to be true. That's true. That is true. He said he said he has said he made a lot of X-rated films oh, before. He's... you. I mean, he made <laughs> Last House on the Left. I just typed in what's going porn. Nothing is going on. <laughs> It's in his Wikipedia. Oh, he had a brief participation, a brief participation in the world of soft slash hardcore. What does that even mean? 
Craven left the academic world for a more lucrative role of a pornographic film director. In the documentary Inside Deep Throat, Craven says on camera he made many hardcore X-rated films under pseudonyms. While his role in Deep Throat is undisclosed... Okay, was, so he was not the director. I'll concede. Undisclosed. Undisclosed. He, he was not the director. He was. He was. How about I just Google who directed Deep Throat? He was the woman Deep that. Deep, was Deep, he was Deep Throat. <laughs> he was Linda Lovelace. Is yeah, that? that's who. It was. Is that who? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Craven's <laughs> uh, is undisclosed. Most of his early known work involved writing, film editing, or both. Imagine writing porn. It's fucking insane. <laughs> Listen, the story to Deep Throat is not terrible. She spot on the. Did we talk about that recently on a recent episode? They actually had stories back then. Did we? I don't know, but kids don't. No, now it's just. Now it's just like, hey, hey, mom. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is even fucking more insane. I'm I'm looking at the director of Deep Throw. No, that's just the guy that died on his deathbed claiming. He made it's it not, to protect Wes Craven's <laughs> reputation. That's not true. <laughs> As a hacker, <laughs> I must protect his legacy. Stealing ideas from... There's nothing out there. Some of these guys are silly looking. <laughs> well... But anyway, there's nothing out there. Yeah. So what we're Imagine saying, being mad at Scream ripping off a movie when Scream's entire... Like existence is just ripping off other movies. <clears throat> so fuck. I mean, even the mask isn't even original. It's no, not, there's gas nothing. station mask. Yeah. And got in big trouble for using. <laughs> Had to pay out the ass for those fucking dime store masks. Well, anyway, three hundred fifty thousand dollar budget for this flip. For this? Yeah. Probably film. <laughs> Probably like two hundred thousand dollars. That always amazes me because like. This is very amateurish. Very. And I feel like it's a really good amateur movie. Like, yes. Like, I agree. If I was going to make something like this, it would not be half as good or coherent. Mm, nope. But the budget always amazes me because how do you Where get does that the much money? money? Yeah. Well, that too. Victor. Old Victor Konevsky. Pop. Pop got it for him. Um, the Also, the interesting thing, the acting in this, way better than it should have been. Agreed. <laughs> the lead is probably the worst actor, but everyone around him is really fucking good. And I don't mind the lead that much either. Especially, some of his, especially for movies like this. Some of his joke deliveries were so bad. Some of the, they just... I mean, and it's also... I mean, he had a million jokes a minute, so I guess I should give him a break. But um, Now, the opening of this film, I don't think it matters whatsoever to the plot, does it? The video store? Yeah. Not even a little bit. I think it was just to be like, hey, look, we, we like horror movies. <laughs> well, a girl's in a video store. A hand, it makes no sense. She's like trying to steal a video. <laughs> I don't even... it, it, honestly, it was just a setup like, hey, look at all these things we can And reference. it was just a lead into the title sequence. There's all posters and stuff. Like there's Grizzly. Grizzly yeah. Which she's terrified of. <laughs> <laughs> even, there was an evil dad one. There's yeah. the mutilator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of movies we've done on the show. Yeah. We're on there. Um, yeah, hand grabs that comes out, grabs her. She runs into a poster of Grizzly and she's like, oh, and she literally has like a stroke by from seeing the poster for Grizzly and seeing a giant Grizzly bear. Um, rats is on there. I saw it Rats. Is, rats was on, on there. A uh, bunch of other mov- wonderful movies we've done on the show. Um, and ultimately, she, uh, <laughs> the gloved assailant corners her and she somehow gets wrapped up in a VHS ribbon. 
the the most VHS ribbon I've ever seen. Ever, ever. Somehow it's all over. She's all tied up. But then she wakes up in a car. Yep. She's like, oh, I'm awake. I'm alive. And then a rock falls <laughs> from space. She's like, oh, my God, a falling cloud. Have to be an idiot. It, it's also green. <laughs> and it's an alien. So, I mean, maybe it's... Wait, didn't you say, oh, my goodness, a falling frog? Oh, maybe. Which would <laughs> that make, would make way more a lot sense. more sense. Yeah. But that's also stupid. Um, we see some tentacles start grabbing onto the car, and then it goes into the title sequence. I guess this is a good setup, though, because they just used trope after trope in the beginning. Yeah. Gloved hand. It was just very cheesy, uh, what you'd expect from a horror movie, and then it kind of just, uh, an expression people loved recently, flipped it on its head. People love that recently? All right. Well, anyway, we get some sick beats. Some I like this title sequence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and again, I, I feel like a lot of their budget might have went to that Wait, title. So this is, I, I think so it's, too. It's well like, done. It's like a three-dimensional wormhole, <laughs> and the credits are coming flying at you. It looks like the opening to the original Spider-Man. Like yeah. it's fucking intense. Um, we meet our group, seven kids. They all get out of school. Um, it's spring break. They're all going to go on spring break together. It's funny because this one scene, I feel like I've, I had seen before because they do it so well. It's just like every typical it, like a bunch of guys getting off for spring break. It's literally the beginning of fall break or that movie. The mutilator. mutilator. Yeah, it's like, like it's identical to that opening. Yeah. Uh, it was really bizarre. Minus the school shooting. <laughs> they, didn't, they did not include that. Wait, uh, that was that was mutilator. I think no, so. That was final exam. Oh, finally, they're all the fucking same. So that one's the same, too. So, yeah, basically, they're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a great job. <laughs> uh, and they do a great job the entire movie, honestly. Uh, this teacher is super sarcastic in this class, too, even though she's teaching a group of 35-year-olds. 40-year-old men. <laughs> I mean, uh, granted, in most movies, the high school kids look way older, but these are just, like, these, men. These, there's one guy that barely fits in the desk. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's just putting his foot on it, because there's no chance he's going to fit in a desk. Um, this teacher gives out vacation homework, 300-word, 3,000-word composition. Do you ever give out students uh, homework on vacation? <laughs> Do you think my students did homework? <laughs> What I fucking hated when teachers did that. Like, what's the purpose? You're trying to homework? be miserable. No, on a vacation. No, I I, I don't even agree with homework. Oh, yeah. percent of the time your parents are doing it. Yeah. It's and just, especially now it's so like there's so much of it. That, stupid. Yeah, it's insane. Accomplishes nothing. It's insane. And the, the teachers expect the parents to do it now too. So that's good. Something to look forward to. Can't wait. Can't wait for my son to not do homework ever. Uh so we meet this group. Uh, they're going into the woods with with some bedrooms and electricity. They're going to a little camping retreat, but not so much camping, just fucking in a house. They're going to a house in the woods. I was going to ask you, I did, I did zero, like per usual, I did zero research into our episodes. That car looks exactly like the car from Evil Dead. Like I'm Ooh. pretty sure it might have been the same model because it looked, it, it reminded me of when um, Bruce Campbell and all them are going to yeah, the, yeah, the woods yeah, yeah, beginning. Yeah. Car looked very similar to. Mm, I do not know. I know. I mean, I know the car that is in Evil Dead is very specific. It's. It might be. Bruce, so the old Google says. It's like. 
it's one of the Raimi's cars and they kept it. I think they still have it and they still like have used it for other movies and things. I think they've put it in almost every one of Raimi's movies. It's a 1973 Oldsmobile Delta. Yeah. 88 Royale. Yeah. But I mean, they might have used it. What, what year did uh, Evil Dead come out? 84. God, that's so old. 81. 81. It came out 81. I mean, as good as this movie is, to it's kind of weird that people crown it this weird. I don't know. I don't know. It's good. It's good. But Evil Dead, I just, I don't know. Wait, what? I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, so anyway, uh, so these kids are going out to a cabin in the woods in the Evil Dead car. We'll just say it. We don't fact check here. Fuck it. Yeah, fine. They're using the Evil Dead car. <laughs> As an homage. To find a Necronomicon. I wish we were skilled enough to plan ahead and just do the rest of the episode as Evil Dead. <laughs> like, play it off like we're still talking about but Yeah, that. this has really set the stage for Scream. <laughs> um, on the way up to this cabin, they see a car, an ambulance, car accident. Car from before. Yep. They say, there's nobody... No proof a girl's dead. We hear this somehow. I don't, I, I, that part was a little weird. I'll be honest with you. There's just people lingering around the scene, like police officers and EMTs. And for some reason, we can just kind of faintly hear these voices in the background be like, yeah, there's no body. It's, it's very odd. I'm glad you said that because I thought it was the people in the car. I'm like, how do they know? Because they're like, what kind of animal? Well, I mean, it's also weird that the people in the car, well, Okay, it's weird and it's not. They kind of cover their tracks. This movie's really well done. So the kids in the 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 main kid, Mike, who is the Randy of Scream, he's the horror fan. He's gonna continually be a nuisance the entire movie. Uh whatever. He's like, Well, that was a fun vacation, Nick. Time to turn around. It's like, you don't know what happened there. <laughs> that was weird to me. But then he explains. That was a warning. Yeah. It's like that. That was a fucking warning. I've seen every horror movie ever. That's the warning stage. Yep. That's, that's exactly what he said. And I was like, you know what? All right. I can live with that. And then they're like, let's go. And he's like, well, here's mistake number one. Yep. Um, and at this point, I was I, I loved it. I thought it was. Yep. And they follow right up with a fart joke, which always wins my heart over. That fart joke was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that fart joke was absolutely perfect. Uh, so they venture up there. Uh, and I, I mean, they're not wrong because what the shit, what Mike is saying is, is, is it's asking of what a lunatic would say. <laughs> Honestly, I would fucking kill them. <laughs> when you take everything that I, happened up until the alien shows up, I would have literally beat the shit out of I them. like, I'm glad you said that again because the, the char- they wrote the characters in the story to be like, yeah. hey man, like, I know we're <laughs> friends, but these girls want to kill you. Their friends want to kill you. Like Everyone I'm is. literally the only one that doesn't want to kill you. And it's only because I know you. And that's exactly what people would be like. Like if you went in a cabin in the woods and someone's like, well, this movie, this is going to happen. You'd be like, get this guy the fuck or away every time me. you're like, let's do something. Let's do this. This sounds fun. And this guy's like, if you do that, everyone's going to die. <laughs> but he's not joking. Yeah, he's just like, fresh, like chewing on his fingernails. <laughs> Looking out the window. Who the fuck invited this guy? <laughs> I would 100% beat the shit out of that guy. Uh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, and he's like listing every horror trope. And uh, yeah, it's it's so fucking. And, yeah, and, that, and then that guy, uh, I forget his name. Is it Jim? The jock. He's the one that's like, oh, 
Everyone better get out of this car before I fart. <laughs> Everyone leaves. It's perfect. Uh, and Mike still make like Mike's references are nonstop in this. Nonstop. I do wish they he made more specific references. Like like oh, paid be- better homage to the movies. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. hey, in this movie, this happened. Like just started rattling off yeah. like all the movies he'd seen. But it is it is oh, man, it's really well done. I feel like they could have trimmed some of the jokes and it still would have been good. This one this one I loved though. He gets out of the car and one of the bushes just shakes uncontrollably, <laughs> like in every movie ever. And he's like, "I should investigate that." And he's like, "Fat chance!" And just runs into the house, like hundred percent. No, who the fuck's gonna investigate that? Uh, I fucking love that. Yeah, because even if it wasn't a monster, it'd just probably be like a feral animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way I investigate that. Well, as they go inside, a gang of literally a van. Full of punks. Full of disgusting stoner punks. Fucking crust punks show up. And they start skinny dipping in the lake house. One of these punks... Okay, so first of all, they all go in in their underwear. You have a few topless girls. Mm -hmm. Solid. Yep. Not worth it, though. It's impressive to be this amateur and just be like, Hey, ladies, I'm filming a movie. Why don't you all get topless? He got every girl naked in this movie, which is insane. On film. God bless him. However... (laughs) However, one of these punks, um, a male punk, the, the the leader, he's in just his underwear, and he has so much pubic hair that it is coming out. He's wearing tidy whities It is coming out of the top and from from the groin, like the leg. Do you think he's wearing a merkin? I, if he's not, I'm. I don't even know. I mean, it was ins- it was baffling how much hair was coming out of there, and it was don't. I don't want to hear any arguments that it was leg hair because it was very thick and it wasn't. That's distinct. Yeah, it was very distinct. Very distinct. The leg hair <laughs> around it was a much lighter <laughs> patch. How many, it, how many times did you rewind this? <laughs> once. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now let me ask you something. Yeah. Why do Merkins exist? <laughs> well, <laughs> I imagine it's. <laughs> No, I do want to hear. I want to hear someone rationalize this. To me. All right. So personally, I've never wear a merkin. Pubic hair is annoying as fuck. Uh, <laughs> however, I feel like what's that disease? Alopecia. Uh, alpe- alopecia. I feel like if you have that, you might be a little bit sensitive to being completely hairless. So you put it there. <laughs> Like why not wear a toupee? That's your rationale. You have no, you have no your, eyebrows and no hair. So you, you buy a merkin? That can't, That is the worst rationale. <laughs> <laughs> the place where literally no one can see that you have the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you think of merkin? I, dude, I don't know. I, I literally can't think of one possible reason. I mean, I think in another, maybe in another generation, you just didn't want to be the guy with like, looked like no a, a child going to the gym locker room. <laughs> Wait, you don't even think it's for a sex act? You just think it's a fit in in the gym? <laughs> to impress the boys. You know, guys, guys are always measuring each other's pubes. <laughs> the amount of pubes are rocking. Jesus. Uh, I, yeah, I literally, I don't know. If anyone knows, don't write me. <laughs> do, no, I was going to say do write me, but don't. I've been getting messages a lot lately. I said something about girls' pubes in uh, Death Spa, mm. which, no, see, now I'm playing fair. Now that I'm talking about guys' pubes a lot. Uh, 
but I got a lot of messages about it. And I was like, well, I did mean to edit that out. <laughs> I actually did not want that in the episode, but you guys got to tell me these things before the episode. Patreon listeners, you're, you're my first line of defense for stupid shit. Shout out to Dave A for constantly sending me messages being like, hey, you should probably check out this timestamp. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this guy's got pubes. Nick comes out. He's the owner of the house. He'll be in this movie for about 10 solid minutes. Five here and five at, at the, the end. end. <laughs> so weird. Uh, and he comes out to confront him. And the kid, it's actually pretty funny because the kids are like, hey, or the guy who's the kids in the lake are like, is this isn't because he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And they're like, hey, isn't this the camp by the pond? And he's like, no, it's the house by the lake. And they're like, oh, silly us. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mike starts explaining how those are murder victims just paying a visit yep. and they will absolutely they're all born be to be born, born to, to be. be murder yeah, yeah. Because nothing happens to them. Correct. We don't see it at least. The stoners, yeah, the the punks. Uh, not that I remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think so. <clears throat> um, get a shower scene. Yep, very sexy. Some sexy eighties music. Um, and Nick wants to send Mike to go get wood. Mike's not a fan. There's a lot. Of, I mean. This movie is a lot of dialogue again, which never translates well to a podcast, m- a podcast <laughs> but we'll just give it a shot. But it is weird, though, because there's a dork with them. I think his name's. This is one of the few movies I, like, I just didn't bother writing the characters names. Down. I tried because there was just there's fucking seven of them. Oh, David is the is the nerdy fellow. And he's like, oh, that looks like an Indian sweat lodge. Oh, I heard those increased sexual potency. So they both, Mind if I go over yeah. there? And they're like, okay. And that's, I don't even understand that. I don't even understand that. So basically this whole beginning of the movie is just people doing stupid shit and Mike being obnoxious. And right before, right before the Indian Sweat Lodge line, Mike is like, if you guys go out there, you're going to either be eaten, decapitated, or mangled. And I love that the other guy was like, listen, man, I've seen just as many horror movies as you do. I'm like not going to be an asshole about it. Like, I know that none of this is real. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, well, this guy's about to bone that girl in the uh, shower. Yeah, Jim the farty jock. <laughs> and she's the one that's like, hey, how about a quick one? And he's like, no, it's dinner time. <laughs> I, I, well, at 32, I don't blame. Oh, I, in well, high school, you're a f- fucking idiot. Sure. In 32, I'm like, uh, dinner is ready. Did I ever tell you the time or, uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> tell me off the Uh, they're doing family dinner. Mike's freaking out about something in the woods as usual. And they don't actually believe him, but they do believe that there's a bear. For some, for some reason. And then they hear something in the kitchen and they also still think it's a bear. <laughs> and one girl is the whole, the rest of the Convinced movie. that there's a bear out there. Uh, there's a noise in the kitchen. They go in. The pan of chicken has been knocked over. And green goo in the front. Green goo everywhere. Goo punch. Okay. So here's, so Mike B is begging people to lock the windows and the doors and everyone is doing the opposite. Which honestly, even if you think there's a bear probably a good idea yeah i mean the green slime thing would freak that's what i was gonna ask when you if you see green slime are you gonna be like there's something up or are you still gonna be like it's like there's no aliens aliens don't exist right i probably just think it's like a slug or something like you, you try to something draw was fucked up a, re- yeah, a yeah. reasonable conclusion yeah yeah 
He is a horror film, a walking, talking horror film. These girls have never been more disgusted and annoyed at a human being. Rightfully so. <laughs> Completely rightfully so. In their life. <laughs> um, this weird geeky guy, David, though, and his Brazilian girlfriend, foreign exchange student, decide that they're going to take a walk in the woods. Mike's like, don't go out there. Don't go out there. He's like, yeah, we'll bring a flashlight. He's like, there are none. He's like, well, I'll bring a pen light. So he takes a pen light out into the woods. <laughs> the it's fucking 90s, man. Amazing. Life amazing. before, you know, iPhones. Is it, how do we how do we survive? I honestly don't know. Using a pen light out in the woods, I would shit my pants. Because that's, that's honestly what people did. Yeah. Or like a book of matches. Just, just like oh my lighting God. it and walking. <laughs> I would literally kill myself. Uh, <laughs> well, they're sniffing around out in the woods. They're just walking around they get get they get got by this giant tentacle monster it eats and murders david very clearly Mm -hmm. it also eats this girl's skirt (laughs) but that's it that's it she ends up running into something and getting knocked out and that that's all we'll see of them for a little bit meanwhile jim the farty jock and doreen they said they're gonna go find him but Mike's like, you're all going to die. <laughs> yeah, he said, this is literally says. He's, you're all going to die. Um, so instead of going out to find their friends because they might die, they're like, well, we'll just go for a swim instead. <laughs> so they go they swimming. Go, they go skinny dipping. They go skinny dipping, man. Yeah. And you see that farty jock's ass. <laughs> farty. Bare ass. The, the one that the fart came out of. Uh... <laughs> Meanwhile, though, Mike is boarding up the house like a crazy person. Yep. Um, so, so, so fucking weird. Uh, Nick and his girlfriend, they're upstairs about to do the. Do the. Do the dirty. Do the dirty. Bump uglies. Yeah. And Nick. Nick is such a nerd. But anyway, they the only striking part about this scene is that both people lay on their bellies too. Start having sex. It's fucking alarming. They're on a twin bed. And they lay on their bellies and like look into each other's eyes. They're going the same way. It's so weird. Uh, but then they, they, a pretty graphic sex scene. Yeah. It was crazy. Like she's riding the fuck out of him. Yep. Woo. Woo. But they're making Mike miserable. Who's next in the room next door just listening to it? Uh, the skinny dippers come back. And from the water comes tentacle squid thing, monster plant. <laughs> I don't even know what it was, really. I mean, I guess it was just an alien, right? It's just an alien. So is the beginning true? So the beginning is the alien coming to Earth? Yes. Okay. Wait, what? But like, no one cares about that girl that gets got in the car? Oh, is that the car accident car? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What? That's why I asked. I didn't think the beginning had anything to do well, with it. I thought you were talking about the, the video store scene. Oh, I mean, I guess that didn't either. Because that was just a dream. I, I thought that's what you were asking. Oh, okay. No, so, no, no, no. so that girl in the car is the one that they thought yeah, yeah. got into an accident. Yeah. Oh. So did she get into an accident? I mean, the alien got her. <laughs> okay. Do you remember? No, I remember. I mean, yeah, sure. Definitely. No, I definitely. That, that, that blood-sucking creature, that, like. No, yeah, I remember. Comes up to the window. Tentacles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Wait, what? What are you asking me? I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Uh, (laughs) Well, our skinny dippers are about to get down. 
They come in from Skinny Dipping, the jock and his girl. But Squidward enters through yeah. the back door. <laughs> they come in from being naked, put clothes on to go get naked <laughs> again. <laughs> Fucking asinine. Squidward enters through the back door. Squidward. Meanwhile, upstairs, Mike is in army pants, hockey gloves, a <laughs> baseball bat, a skiing jacket, a baseball bat, and a catcher's mask. Um, and he's <laughs> he's gonna go out and look for this monster. He goes downstairs. Interrupts uh, some coitus. <laughs> coitus, yeah. Uh, Jock is pissed, so he goes after him. So, like, hey, it was like the most comical fight scene I've ever... It was like the silliest fight scene I've ever seen. Oh, slapstick to the 10th degree. Rolling on a kitchen island fighting each other. <laughs> yeah. It was so insane. But the reason he's down there, he sees the monster. Mike sees the monster right. down there as they're about to have sex. Um, but... Instead, just ends up scaring the couple who's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> they roll outside. Mike comes back inside and somehow manages to shut the door on the jock's head. So his face is just squished. <laughs> uh, yeah. One of the girls comes running down the stairs. Nick's girlfriend. What the hell is going down here? Going on down here? Jim, that jock is like, this asshole's trying to scare us like Friday the 13th. <laughs> and as this is happening, Doreen, Jim's girlfriend. Gets got by a tentacle. Yep. Drags her to the basement. Luckily, they're able to save her, but they're st- they still don't believe anything's happening. They don't really make an attempt to explain it, but then the, then a cat falls from the ceiling, and they're like, "See, <laughs> just a cat." Just a cat better. <laughs> cat also has like bright green eyes. Yeah, and they're like, "See, that's why you saw green eyes." Um, also, Nick's girlfriend is such a fucking nightmare. The brunette that's always fucking talking in this movie <laughs> and is always just on Mike's ass. Like that's the one that thinks there's a bear, right? No, that's Doreen. That's Doreen the thinks it was the bear. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is the brunette who's just miserable a hundred percent of the time and is just like you're a piece of shit. To Mike. <laughs> She's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Um, they tell him it was the cat. Then they lock him in the basement. Yep. Well. There's a monster downstairs with him. And they get into a battle. <laughs> they do. It looks like we've lost Mike. So what do the girls do? They go skinny dipping. They go skinny Again. <laughs> for the third time. You know what? This director, he was probably young He's at the time, made, too. He's got dude. Yeah. He's probably young. He's, He's doing blow and making girls get naked. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh... The gang wakes up the next morning. They leave them down there for the night. They, that was their plan to teach them a lesson. The gang realizes there's no water. Uh, so they go to the basement. The window is broken. All the pipes are destroyed. The basement is literally knee high with water. What a fucking nightmare. And for some reason, they're still like, that fucking Mike. As if Mike would do. Could you imagine having a friend that you'd be like, yeah, this is right up his alley. <laughs> We do. We, I guess we 100% do. But they would definitely be doing that as uh, probably trying to fix it. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, these pipes need work. And then you'd come down and there'd be knee-high water. Not like, I'm going to break all these pipes. Oh, depends on the level of drunk, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> I, college era, well, 1,000% yes. It probably happened in college, actually. So, yeah, the pipes are all broken in the basement. Uh, they realized David and da- Janet didn't show up either. Uh, and again, this is when it is when it starts becoming a stretch. David and Janet are missing. Mike's missing. They're like, you know what I bet? 
I bet they joined forces. Yeah. Broke the pipes together. That's, well, they're in cahoots. <laughs> oh, they really got you guys. They got you guys good. Uh, so Nick decides he's going to go to town to fix it. Um, and I thought it was interesting. I wonder how many tropes you could find or if you like really looked, because even Nick driving to town, which there's no, nothing comes of that really. Um, a couple of things happened, but they never, you never see Nick in town or mm -hmm. anything, but you see him leaving and you get the little fake jump scare of a map blowing yep. over him. And it kind of looks like a tentacle, but it's just this really quick moment. And you're like, oh, that's funny. Like they just included shit like that just to do it. Because yep. anyone that drives a car in a horror movie, the map for some reason comes flying, t flying in their Freddy's face. And they're dead. like, oh, yeah, exactly. This map says we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's funny. Uh, so Nick's going to go to town to get it fixed. Meanwhile, Farty Jock. He's going to go check on his girl. Unfortunately, a tentacle comes through the bed. Through the bed. Yep. Z grabs his fucking face, slams him up against the wall. It's got him. Dalian also zaps his girl, Doreen, with lasers to the eyes. Yep. That's a new trick. <laughs> it is. Meanwhile, <laughs> while this is happening, Nick's asshole girlfriend comes and almost gets lasered. But deflects it with her arm. <laughs> with her elbow. <laughs> <laughs> like straight up Lex Luger it's, forearm smashes. It's it's a laser it's a though. Laser. <laughs> and, she and, doesn't have like any metal on. I it. just love that it's a supernatural power, and she just basically <laughs> slaps it away. Like you could slap box it. Yeah, like you'd be like, Whoa. <laughs> uh, so it doesn't get into her eyes, uh, which will come into play shortly. She also decides to jump out of a, <laughs> a window. Just straight up jumps out of a window. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, lands in the lake, finds Mike, who's still cracking wise. Like, he, he, he just was almost murdered by a monster and was like, boy, believe me now. <laughs> Wait, he says, Wait. he says something so stupid. Uh, were their bodies in pieces? <laughs> and then he goes, how many of them are left? Uh, and she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, our friends, how many of them are alive or dead? Yeah. Jesus Christ, Mike. <laughs> well, they go inside. They go. His go. face is like so perfect for this role. It really is. The most asshole. smug, stupid yeah, yeah. face. <laughs> smug, but no reason to be smug. Like, like you're talking like a lunatic. In any other situation, you're just a lunatic. But, <laughs> but now that you're right, the one all your friends right. are dying. <laughs> proud of it, dude. He's so proud that he knew. He knew his friends were all going to die. You'd be devastated. Every time another friend dies, he's like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> See, you should have listened to Mike. <laughs> like, does not give a shit at all. So, cracks so many jokes at Jim's melted face. <laughs> Watch the guy's face melt. I would do that to Jim, too. Well, I... <laughs> 100%. 100%. We're talking about our Jim. Yeah, our, our friend Jim. <laughs> uh... My, my <laughs> so Mike goes to check on Doreen and Jim. Doreen seems fine, but Jim's face literally melts off in front of our eyes and Mike's eyes, who does not <laughs> blink even. Just watches it fully melt from beginning to end without taking a break. As that's happening, though, Nick's girlfriend is kind of getting a little, uh, little molested. A little molested by this guy. Ultimately, though... 
They fend it off using Barbasol. Yes. Shaving cream was such a gag (laughs) in the late 80s, early 90s. It really was. They used it constantly for fucking everything. It was so fucking weird. Uh, Doreen, what was that thing? And Mike goes, oh, take your pick. Mutant baby, alien that's been in the snow for 2,000 years, genetic monster created by scientists. What difference does it make? He's right. Yeah. That was Why rationalize? And then my favorite line of the movie was when Doreen's like, well, where's Jim? And he's like, "Eh, he's in the other room. He's in. Oh, he's in the other room melting. I was like, that is so fucking great. Imagine being that nonchalant about watching your friend melt, literally melt, disintegrate in front of your face. Uh, oh, and then she's like, is he dead? <laughs> Wait, he, he has such a great line. He's like, he's like, he's like where, where did, she's like, where did it come from? And he's like, I don't think the historical background is important at this moment. <laughs> he's got some decent lines, but overall his batting average ain't great. No, but but this run is good because right, right after yeah. this too, he's like, that thing out there is not real. And she's like, so you're saying this is a movie? And he like pauses and he's like, it's a distinct possibility. <laughs> <laughs> and when she's like, is he dead? After he just said he's melting. He's like, yeah, melting is one of those signs of death I talked about earlier. <laughs> I was like, all that, all that shit was solid. Very solid. Um, Mike starts breaking down this monster, though. Slime's being used to eat things. Um, and it's clear that it's not eating the women. So he assumes it's for reproductive purposes. That's why he's not eating women. He's only eating men. Mm. Just then Janet, the Brazilian, shows up, starts yelling. Or they start yelling at her. They're like, get away from the house. Get away from the house. She collapses. Two other girls go out to save Janet. (laughs) This is one one of Mike's creepier lines. He's like, great. Because he's telling them not to go out. He's like, if you go out there, monster's going to go after you. And they're like, we have to save her. Like, great, this thing's gonna have itself an orgy. <laughs> great, Mike. Uh, they bring her in, but the blonde Doreen goes wacko, starts trying to kill Nick's girlfriend, who I never caught. <laughs> She's a nightmare, though. Uh, starts trying to kill her. She has been fully possessed. By the monster through the green rays. So so the green rays can brain control or what's the word for that? I can't think. Telepathy? Mind control? Mind control. Mind control. (laughs) That's what that is. Mind control is better. Brain control sounds like an idiot. Um, So Doreen's going nuts. She's under this thing's spell. She's trying to kill both girls. (laughs) Doreen accidentally kills the Brazilian, just bashes her fucking head off on the couch. It's fucking insane. And Mike comes back with the Barbasol, uh, kind of kind of stops it. Doreen gets back up and is decapitated. Great kill. Fucking great. The special effects in this are way too good for what it for the quality of most everything else. Agreed. And we're doing Demon Knight next week. I enjoyed the practical effects Great these practical are, effects. Right, these are before the CGI era. Yep. You know, Demon Knight more so closer. It's like the last of its breed. Yeah, for sure. 
I miss it, man. I liked I it a lot. I do. And the the CGI uh, Crypt Keeper face that they clearly plugged on a person <laughs> at the beginning was like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It pissed me off so bad. You have a puppet. Just block the fucking legs somehow. You literally do anything. You do it the rest of the movie. Whatever. Uh, anyway, that's Demon Knight next week, gang. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, so the Green Rays, they're controlling minds. Um Doreen gets decapitated by Nick's girlfriend. And Mike's like, like, way to make people feel like shit, too. They're, they're battling monsters. This girl literally saved people's lives by killing Doreen, their friend. He's like, oh, punishment seems a little strict. But what do I know? Fucking jerk. Your friend just murdered her friend. <laughs> You're friends with both of them. Uh, it's insane. So they tried to board themselves in again. But they hear a, honk, a car honking. It's this guy, Nick. He doesn't know about the creature. He's going to walk right into this fucking mask. He's pissed that his parents' house is being destroyed. Oh, he's so fucking mad. He's, he's the perfect uptight friend, too. He, he's... Dude. <laughs> this is like one of the funnest... Having when your friends are uptight at that age, because it was perfect, because he sees like a pair of garden shears in the lawn that they were using to like... Stop the monster. And that's what he's mad about. He's like, <laughs> come on. Like, who left the garden shears out? Like, I can't even tell you how many times, like, that was the breaking point. Like, something so stupid was like, oh, you left my mom's plate outside. <laughs> Somebody would lose their mind and get pissed. Um, yeah, it was so fucking ridiculous. Oh, God. So. He comes home. <laughs> so he throws the cat at the monster. Because he walks in, yeah, he's pissed, but then he sees the monster, yeah. throws a cat at the monster, and he uses the fucking boom mic from the movie, from the movie to swing out to, like the, Indiana, to the Indiana Jones music. <laughs> it was incredible. That was, like the camera, you see the boom mic fall in, and for a second, I was like, oh, this is really low budget. And then he looks at it and grabs it and starts <laughs> swinging on it. I love it. And swings out the fucking window. It was amazing. He also... <laughs> falls like three stories <laughs> it's the most death-defying fall it was so good it was so good um it was amazing it was amazing uh but yeah they get into the car they all get into the car they drive away what seems like a couple minutes and then they crash they crash into a lake and some guy in a satin jacket looks straight out of napoleon dynamite or something he comes over he's like What's going on? Are you guys fucking crazy? Monster gets him. He gets got. So then the kids are like, we got to get back to the house. And so they drove for like three minutes. They're back at the house instantly. It was so weird. It was so fucking weird. But they're there. Um, they start setting like Home Alone style traps, <laughs> which none of that worked, right? No. It did nothing. <laughs> when they when they start implementing the traps, I was like, what is happening? And none of it works. Um, and I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but it was really uh, If it's on purpose, that's really good. They set all the traps and none of them work. Yeah. That might be genius, actually. That's I, really fucking funny. You think that's what they did? Yes. That's so good then. That's way better. Uh, also, Nick's like, hey, what's that pile of goop on the floor? And Mike's like, uh, don't worry, I'll tell you later. Just <laughs> come down here. <laughs> so they hang up all these fucking traps. And it looks like they have this like really well executed plan in place. There's a mirror in front of the stove. There's Barbasol. 
going towards the stove. So making it, making it slip. It's, it's like this insane, what do they call that? The Goldberg, Rube Goldberg. Rube Goldberg. Oh, oh, oh. I, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's a Rube Goldberg like <laughs> traps or whatever. Yeah. That's what it seems like. <laughs> it's so fucking elaborate too. So they start to execute the plan. And it is the most convoluted thing you'll ever see in your life. I was laughing so hard. The monster is walking around. For some reason, it can't see him in the dark anymore, even though it's seen literally everyone in the dark before. And then they start smashing light bulbs around it. And for some reason, that is causing it to move in certain directions. They start smashing light bulbs. Then Mike, using a flashlight, is making it paw at a turtle shell on the wall which it knocks off and then the turtle shell falls on the alien (laughs) so you're like okay this kind of makes sense and it looks like it's going towards the stove so things make sense and then mike just goes up to it and sprays barbasol on its eyes and it runs the opposite direction (laughs) i was like wait what the fuck what the fuck is this this plan is fucking terrible it's the most terrible plan ever um it's so fucking weird it's so fucking weird so it shoots green lights at the girl. That girl starts trying to kill Nick. The girlfriend, I think. Yeah, the girlfriend. She's the only girl left. She starts trying to kill Nick. Meanwhile, Mike somehow gets the thing in the oven. I don't even know how, I'll be honest with you. Uh, but he's having a hard time with it. And then massive explosion. The house blows up. The house fucking blows up. <laughs> and they survive. Yeah. They survive. They, they win. Uh, and then for some reason, Nick goes and sets off the alarm in the house and is it mike that says it has to be of course mike, mike is so it. fucking mad he's like you mean all we had to do is set off the alarm and cops with real weapons would have come he's like yeah <laughs> which also but he also said that in the beginning of the movie yeah he's like yeah we it's because nick brings up the alarm system yeah yeah and I mean, mike's, it, it mike's like helped. mike's like yeah what's gonna happen we set it off it takes two hours for him to come here which, which he's 100 right yeah 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 um Yeah, it's really weird. So they get in the van. Uh, It's like the plumber's van, which is there. And they see a strange woman walk out of the woods. Blood on her face. Blood all over her face. Oh, I just had a car accident. Next thing I know, I'm laying in the woods. They start asking her some questions, thinking, you know, they know what's up. And then the final scene is them driving and throwing this woman out of a moving car. And that is the end. There's yeah. nothing out there. 1991. I liked it, man. It was good. Obviously. It was good. It was definitely good. Um, I mean, it's a lot of money. 350000 Uh Definitely interesting. I definitely suggest checking it out. I mean, if you like Scream, if you like Cabin in the Woods, you know, check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, our part of our job is to try to pull it apart. So job. it's probably a lot better not doing that. It's probably a lot more enjoyable just watching it, yeah, I, which is I, all I wanted to do yeah, during this. this sounds, for some reason, this week is just this week is one of those weeks, guys. So it's these episodes. Who knows? Well, do we say that? And then they're always like people are like, that was the greatest episode. I had, I had fun with this one. He was all right. Why don't you get the fuck out of my <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So that's it. There's nothing out there next week. Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, a movie we both thought we covered on the show. I'm still convinced. No, I. Th- well, you know what? I'm- I've asked listeners who like message me. Sometimes they like be like, 
ask me questions about past episodes, I'm like, I have no clue. Like, yeah. I, I literally could not tell you. It's, I'm having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember stuff. And like, but do we listen? Do we talk about Demon Knight? And they're like investigating for me. I, I'm still convinced. <laughs> I think maybe on a Halloween thing. I don't think. So, I feel like we talked about it. All right. Um, so that's it, guys. Uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes if you do. Uh, send me an email, Sean at I Hate Horror. We have new stickers. I got to give one to Joe. I don't know why I didn't wait till the episode ended. <laughs> Most definitely did not. Wait, can I have one more? They're pretty great. Yeah, I'll get you. I'm, I'm about to. I'll, I'll wait until after the episode ends to get you. The <laughs> Actually, fuck it. Might as well keep the trend going. I'm, I'm starting to vandalize my uh, street since everyone on my street is a despicable human being. <laughs> So I'm starting to put our stickers on our stop signs. <laughs> Dude, every fucking night for those out. I live next to a Walter White drug den, <laughs> which literally has the Breaking Bad van parked in front of it. They, they, they took off their garage door and just put tarp over it so people could just walk in and out. Which is insane. And like almost every weekend... Somebody pulls into my driveway at two in the morning and stumbles out of their car and just walks up to my steps and like stares at my door before realizing they're not at the right house. (laughs) And then goes, stumbles back to their car and goes to my neighbor's house to buy drugs. So then I have to get up and just sit on my front porch with a fucking weapon in hand waiting for someone to come in. I would honestly just start, I would get a really nice handcrafted wood sign that just says no drugs. Maybe the, well, there's no chance they're reading. So zero percent chance. Zero <laughs> percent chance. <laughs> so well, anyway, um, that's it for this episode. Uh, oh yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, Facebook.com/slash/I hate horror. I hate horror.com. If you're in Florida, September 21st, we I think it's September. 21st. It is the Falcon in Florida in Orlando. We're there. We're doing a cool episode or two. Unsure yet, but what are we doing it on? It'll be dope. I've got an idea, but I'm not going to tell you yet. Okay. So I probably should. Seems fair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still looking into it. I'm still looking into it. Uh, But that's it, guys. Um, I'm on uh, Instagram and Snapchat at I Hate Horror. I'm at uh, Boognish1985 and Horror Show Joe. Man, I went on uh, Twitter for a second today. <laughs> oh, boy. What a nightmare. It really is, man. I'm so glad. It's accessible. Yeah. Like, I go, I went through my timeline for like three things, and I was like, wow, it's still the worst. Hate it. <laughs> it's still a nightmare. Everyone just loves spilling their insane opinions and guts. Yeah. I mean, when we were on it, literally all we did was make jokes. Like, that was the purpose of it. But I yeah, can't imagine man. the people on there that are like, I just need to take a moment to uh, <laughs> explain my thesis on fucking, I don't even know. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Relax. It's fucking Twitter. And no one cares. You have three followers. I just need all my followers to know. It's getting to the Facebook level, right? Oh, it, it 100%. Remember when Facebook, when you were like, when everyone realized, oh my God, people are just yeah talking on here. Like people are just. Yeah. Facebook used to be the, the shit in yeah. college. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden people were like, I, love, I hate doing this, but uh, I need to explain. And then everything. someone will respond to their opinion. 
that's the thing. That's the thing that gets me the most about Twitter and Facebook is that it's people being like, "I can't believe this conservative said something conservative." It's like, of course he fucking did. And you know what? I would never know this guy said that if you didn't bring it to my fucking attention. Right, right, right. Ignore him. You're right. Like God. you're advertising for him. That's what he wants. That's like 100. And it's what he both wants. sides. Uh, yeah, and I, somehow no one knows. It is 100 both sides. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're liberal. What? Whatever. Yeah, liberal, yeah. conservative, exactly the same. They're doing all their dirty work, and they're sitting on top, just like, laughing at you. Yeah, like, <laughs> I can't believe this person to and a billion retweets, and they're getting fucking paid. Oh my god, it's so insane! It's so insane. And when they do go over the top, all they do is be like, "Oh, I'm really sorry," and that's the end of it. And no one you never hear about it again. And they're fine, and they just keep doing this because not, not doing anything. Don't even get me started. Yeah, I know. it's a fucking nightmare. But you know, yeah. Well, follow us. <laughs> <laughs> follow us on Twitter. And I hate horror show. I don't do that. Shit. All right. Anyway, since this episode, Demon Knight next week. T- our s- We've done a few Tales from the Crypt episodes. We did Lower Birth. We did. We did. That's all when the, the Crypt Keeper was born. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We did an All Through the House. The Christmas we did. One. That, that was, was our first, first episode. episode. Yeah. Um, so episode 173, Demon Knight. What a better time to do it. <laughs> Historic <World> 173. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. That's it guys, that's it guys. That's it, guys. That's it, guys.